Um, this is, uh, this is, uh, what are we... Yeah, what are we calling this? I don't know. I didn't even thought of a name for it. <laughs> Before and after. Oh, boy. Is that weird? Is that too unoriginal? I don't know. Is there a podcast called Before and After? I don't know. My phone's recording this, so I can't Google it. I'll look it up. Before and After podcast? The, the before, there probably is. Before and After, the podcast. I just like the name Before and After. <laughs> well, then it sounds like you're doing something before and after you record the podcast, which before and after the podcast. Just have to call it before and after, right? Yeah, just before and after, yeah. Oh boy, this is uh worth a Google. Oh man. Oh, I don't think I have my data turned on. <laughs> I'm ruining all this. Uh, I'm sorry everybody. It's okay. It's okay. Uh Yeah, so how are you? Mike I'm, Logan. I'm pretty good. Um I've been We've been talking about doing a podcast for a while. Yeah, we have. And we just got inspired cuz we see so many good movies together. Uh, we should probably just do a podcast. We see a it. lot of bad movies together too. We should talk about. That. We have seen some bad movies together. It's funny. I I never actually used to go to the movies to see bad movies until you and I became friends, and then yeah. we just go see movies and I'm like this movie shit. <laughs> uh, in other news, there are two podcasts called Before and After. Damn so. it. We'll figure it out. It's the yet to be untitled podcast. Thanks for checking out the unnamed podcast, everybody. Uh, I bet there's a podcast called the unnamed podcast already, too. I'm sure there is. <laughs> God damn it. Anyway. Just call it God damn it, the podcast. God damn it. Well, Kendrick Lamar named his album Damn, so we should be able to get away with calling a podcast God damn it. Yeah, I guess we could. Yeah. Mark I mean, Barron's WTF. Well, Christians will hate it, but, you know. We're not here to satisfy Christians. No, <laughs> no one is <laughs> already alienating a whole fan base. God's the only one that can satisfy Christians. Sort you know them saying? all out. This podcast has nothing to do with religion. Oh, um, so the podcast is. Uh, I just tell the, pro- the premise of the podcast is Garrett and I, who are both um, uh, film lovers. Uh, mm. Some might call us buffs. Um, I've seen 218 of IMDb's top 250 movies of all time. Wow! So that's... I, I can't believe you found the time to. To count with all uh, the movies you've seen. Well, <laughs> it's pretty easy. You just grab the list and just yeah. like, I've seen that. Oh. Um, so the idea is... Uh, this, <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> I just thought of like, I've seen 82 of the bottom 100 on the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Crybaby was a classic. Oh, boy. Um, but anyway, this podcast is... Uh, we, the reason we're going to call it Before and After is because the idea is we pick a movie. This week we were doing the film Blockers, starring John Cena, Leslie Mann, and Ian... Was it I, Ike Barinholtz. Ike Barinholtz. Yep. And then three, three, uh, three women. young ladies who I have no idea who they are. Hopefully, I feel bad. Hopefully they're not objectified the whole film. That's what I'm really hoping Well, for. based on their dresses, I'm sure they will be. So. <laughs> so, so the premise of the podcast is we take ten minutes to talk about the movie before we see it. We go see the movie, we come back here, and then we talk about the movie after we see it. Legit? So. Too legit to quit? Yeah, I think it's a good premise. What's going on? Is that Morty? Yeah, it's the cat. There's a Hi, cat. Morty! There's a cat who might jump up here at some point. Hopefully or knock has. the camera over. Um, so let's talk about let's talk about the movie. The premise of the film is, uh, these three are parents. Uh, the three of, they have three daughters who all go to make a sext pack. They want to lose their virginity on sex, prom night. Sexed packed? Sex packed. Sex packed. Sex packed. You threw the T in the wrong place. Did I say sex packed? It just sounded like they're only going to sext each other, and it's like, Let's we're going to do this. All night, they're just sitting at the other ends of the gymnasium, just like, no. Who got the six pack? I brought the sex pack. <laughs> Big difference. All right. So yeah, the idea is the three girls engage in a sex pack. Um, I did a little research on the movie. Yeah. So apparently the three girls are three different types of people. So, like, the John Cena's daughter is, like, kind of the girl who doesn't take sex seriously. Oh, okay. She's just, like, the she's... Whore. Just, you know. <laughs> um, Joking. Uh, Leslie Mann's daughter is the one who thinks that sex should be very special, and right. she wants to lose it to her boyfriend. So, the, the hussy. Yeah. And, the, <laughs> and then, um, 
Ike Barinholtz's daughter. Nerd. Uh, she's wearing glasses, so one could determine she might be the nerd of the group. <laughs> um, what's her What's Her, her angle is, um, she, uh, what is it? I think she's indifferent or something like that. Oh. Well, so Somewhere, in the the Somewhere in the middle. Somewhere in the middle. But anyway, so the parents find out about the sex pack, and they the whole movie is them trying to stop uh, their daughters from uh, having sex, I guess. Okay, cool. Hence the name Blockers, which I'm assuming this rooster The is, rooster at the top is supposed to be Cock Blockers. Cock Blockers. Um, That's marketing. Which is interesting that they can do that marketing because, like, people look at pictures and they're just like, oh, that's a cock. Oh, cock block. Oh, okay. (laughs) But then that movie with, uh, uh, what was it, Tracy Morgan and Bruce Willis, the Kevin Smith one. Oh, Cop Out? They they were going to call it A Couple of Dicks, weren't they? Yeah. And they had to call it Cop Out instead. Yeah, because they said they couldn't say dicks. Yeah, but, like, this is... But I mean, they're not we saying. No, they're making you say it though. They're yeah. not saying. It. Oh, I want to see a movie called The N Word. That's what I'm really looking forward to. <laughs> Just like, what do they mean? Oh. oh, they made me say it. Yeah. I can, hey, we can say that now, Louis C.K. Oof. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody I was at a show last night. Uh, well, I'm I am sure. so. I fucking hate those kind of comics where yeah. they're. Just, you know oh, what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah, where it's yeah. just like they're they're throwing this person under the bus, and it's just like, well, now you're just. He put some great art out there. And then now it's like, well, I can do those jokes now. It's like, oh boy, <laughs> good luck. It's like the good luck hitting them. Correctly. It's like the Anthony Jeselnik defense. Yeah, like Anthony Jeselnik does it well. Yeah, you're not. Anthony you're not Anthony Jeselnik. Jeselnik. You're, you're fucking somebody from Midwest America. You're not Doug Stanhope. Oh, that's too much. Yeah, that's too much. <laughs> <laughs> that's too much, John Cena. <laughs> that's that's, a, that's the perfect amount of John Cena. Look at Ike's face. Ba, ba, da, ba. Does he not look like Ike from South Park? He does a little bit. <laughs> it's very fitting. Uh, um, so, what, Garrett, what are your expectations going into this movie? I hope it's good. I uh, It's a movie like this where it's like, it's a comedy, so it might not play to my comedic likes, but sure. I don't know, in a movie, I'm weird, I really like uh, slapstick, and mm-hmm. from the trailer, it seems like it might be a little slapstick. There's some so. butt chugging going on. Butt chugging! In the trailer, like, the, it gets blasted out of his face and it's it seems it's like a fun whack out but i also like the house did you see the house what? i did not see it will ferrell, will ferrell and Amy Poehler? Amy Poehler? i'm a one. weirdo because there's that movie has like uh you know 99 percent negative reviews and i was yeah. like this is very fun i think the, the audience reviews were a lot higher than the critics i'm sure they were on that one it's like what i don't i don't know why critics are going like for me this is how i look at every movie now because this is how critics are looking at it it's not, I'm sorry, this is not how I'm looking at every movie, but this is how critics look at it. Every movie either is the best movie ever made, mm-hmm. or it raped my mother. <laughs> and those are the two, and it's just like, wow, it, it's neither of those things. It's yeah. just a okay Well, I think, I think that critics are incapable of watching things objectively nowadays. I think so, because like there's so many movies. Yeah, it's very much like, I feel like every time I watch a, a critic review of like the latest The Rock film yeah. it's always like well if you compare this to Citizen Kane well no it's not no, why are you doing that you don't do no, that let's compare it to other rock movies yeah p- compare Baywatch to fucking The Scorpion King don't compare it yeah, to and they're both bad yeah I haven't seen Baywatch actually. <laughs> I haven't either I want to I love The Rock I'm, I'm probably gonna see Rampage I shouldn't but we, I'm probably gonna see it we were talking the other day about how uh, there's like there was some feminist piece about yeah, how about how there's not a female equivalent of The Rock yeah and I'm like well then work out as much as him and then come back to me be as charismatic as The Rock you is. get so you you brought up a really good point actually when we had that conversation because I read the article and the article is very much like well, why can't girls like you know like women like Angelina Jolie or Ronda Rousey and all that kind of stuff and The Rock is very much like a diamond in the rough yeah. like he's good looking he's extremely charismatic yep. he's ridiculously in shape good I mean, comedic timing by the way yeah, you can't for find those, me a lady funny for those things that Jesus <laughs> joking these are jokes this is for humor 
Four of those things, fighting all four of those things in one person, yeah. is like, they're trying it with John Cena. Like, yeah, of course trying. they are. And they're not, because he fucking, he's ugly He looks like shit. that. He looks he's, like that. I wouldn't, I'd suck the rock's dick, I wouldn't suck John Cena's dick, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> I, I wouldn't suck John Cena's dick because I feel like John Cena's dick looks just like John Cena. <laughs> His head does look dickish. It does. <laughs> he's got a very square jaw. Yeah, he does. But, I mean, you know. Now, uh, now I compare Holtz. Oh yeah, he's very funny. He's very funny, charismatic. He's got a gap in his teeth. He's got personality. Throw on some weight. John Krasinski could be the next. John the Krasinski Rock. could be. I mean, he could be up there. He, if Did he just see? worked out a lot more. Oh, he's gonna be in um, what's the show coming out? The Jack Ryan or whatever. They're doing yeah, a TV yeah. show, yeah. and then he's playing him, and he's built. Yeah, he, have you seen uh, Thirteen Hours? No, I haven't. He's jacked in that movie. I'm sure he is. He's like ridiculously he's, good shape. He's great. He's good. He's, a, he's a great guy. But yeah, there's no female equivalent of that. And it's like, I would love there to be one. Sure. That's the thing. And they tried with Alicia Vikander for uh, Tomb Raider. They just gave her poor script to work with. I mean, that was just... That movie's terrible. <laughs> that movie's really bad. You play the game? It's the same thing, isn't it? Is. <laughs> like, they took a plot of a game and yeah. they're like, let's make a movie out of it. They're like, it worked for Prince of Persia. Wait, it didn't, it didn't work for it Prince didn't of Persia? For, oh, okay. It didn't work for any of these movies? It worked for Assassin's Creed. Wait, it didn't, it, it didn't it, work for Assassin's Creed. Okay. It worked for Mortal Kombat. Oh. Resident Evil has seven movies out. Oh, jeez, oh, peace. It's the only one. I don't know yeah. how it keeps doing. Well, it. I mean, Mila Jovovich, she could have been the one. That was one. a horrible pronunciation of her last it's name. It's not Jovovich. <laughs> I really thought it was. It's Jovovich. Jovovich. Yeah, Mila Jovovich. Jovovich. Oh, so the the J. So Jovovich. The J is a Y. <laughs> it's like Django. The J is silent. No, oh, it's the D that's silent, but uh, well, yeah. my D is not. Oh, John uh, Cena. Um. So what do you think, uh, how do you think they're going to handle the female characters, the, the the teenagers in this movie? Well, I mean, you have to always go with who wrote it. I don't know who wrote it. I don't know. I should, I can look that up. We're both going to find out who wrote it. I love the idea that this video never gets released, so I'm just looking at the camera. <laughs> the video never comes out. Okay. Let's not uh, show how I just downloaded something illegally. No, you didn't. It's totally free. It's the actual Audacity website. Oh, perfect. Uh, written by oh I'm yeah, you're much faster than me but uh, Brian Keough and Jim Keough they also wrote let's see here uh, this is the first major movie that they've written um, they I don't see Brian it's, Keough it's the first major movie I think movie they're brothers movie. huh yeah writer or, or director seven. known for blockers Miss Congeniality 2 armed and they didn't write fabulous. it fabulous uh, they just some the guy that you pulled up just acted in Miss Congeniality too. Oh, all right. Which is a bad sign. That's not... uh, uh, so I don't know. I mean, maybe they have a thumb on the pulse of women, but I mean, you never know. And then the director is Kay Cannon. That's a lady, so that's good. That's good. Yeah. She was the producer for Thirty Rock. She was a producer for Pitch Perfect Two. Writer of Pitch Perfect and How to Be Single. She acted in that. That's a good sign. Yeah, so she's a female director. Should be good. Uh, she's an avid Bears fan, so hey, I don't know about that. No, I just hope... Totally kidding. Here's what I hope. There's got to be male counterparts to these girls. For the sure. Movie. I hope that The one, guys aren't written so one-dimensionally. Well, not just that. I hope that they don't... I hope they... I hope they... I don't know how 16-year-old kids interact, I don't obviously. Either. But, I mean, I hope that it's a bit realistic. Because I feel like the idea that these three girls are entering a sex pack with each other means they're very self-aware of sex. Yeah. And they're not going to be, you know, they're not going to be taken advantage of because, obviously, it's their it's their it's prerogative. Their... They want to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I hope that that's handled well and mature. Like, with the boys. Like, I kind of I kind of want to see, like, the boys being kind of put off. I have a feeling that one of the boys will be raped in this movie. And no really? one will talk about it. Isn't this PG-13? 
That's R. Oh, it's is it? called Cockblock. Oh, yeah. What the f- it's R. So a boy could totally get raped in this movie. Uh, well, I mean, that's the thing that no one talked about in Red Sparrow. You remember that? Um, didn't where... see Red Sparrow. Oh, you didn't see it? No, I just oh, read the reviews. Okay. Well, um... But I have... I did read a spoiler review, so... Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, spoilers... Uh, I mean, this spoiler is all alert. coming out. We'll together. put we'll put a big spoiler alert thing okay. right here before you say that. Uh, but yeah, um, Jennifer Lawrence's character, like uh, her whole thing, is like you know, um, convincing dudes to have sex with her based on her sex appeal and kind of stuff like that. And then uh, she does get raped early in the movie, but then also she ends up raping um, Joel Edgerton's character, really, because like she comes out of the room, comes onto him, and then like, you know bangs him on the couch or whatever and the whole time he's just like yeah it's great or whatever and then she comes and then you know she, they're done and i'm just like you didn't ask him there was no communication <laughs> and it's like yeah that's it was really weird yeah but it's like it's kind of that empowering well it's like well now i'm gonna get off and it's just like that's not how you should treat sex that's how joel Edgerton gets treated by hollywood though <laughs> for sure yeah he's a he great was, actor who never gets great roles did I feel you see like. that movie get the great or no gringo Wait. With uh, no, not yet. Get the Gringo, with Mel Gibson. No, that's Get the Gringo. Gringo, Gringo is the new one that. Yeah, I don't think it, did it come out yet. It did come out. Oh, okay, it was shit. Oh, it was bad. The only saving grace of it was Charlotte Copley. I love Charlotte Copley. He's so great. God, he's fantastic. You ever bought a movie just for an actor in it? Eighteen. Yeah. The only reason yeah, I watched Eighteen was because Charlotte Copley was in it. <laughs> I only saw Gringo because of that. And uh, what was the other movie? Uh, I just bought like a Neil Blomkamp. Did I pronounce that correct? You did. Uh, I bought the three. Um, pack of those movies. Yeah, Chappie, then, District Nine, and yeah. what was his third one? Elys- Elysium. Oh yeah, that was the second. I one. liked all three of those. I didn't see any of the later two. I only saw District Nine. I liked. Ely- I saw Elysium in theaters because it was right after District Nine, so I was riding that Neil Blomkamp oh. high. Um, and then Chappie, I saw like on TV. Okay, and I liked Good all three though? of them. I liked. Yeah, I think Chappie. Elysium's the worst of the three. Okay. Um, Matt Damon is in that one. So oh, it's that <laughs> fucking thumb. So let's um let's wrap this up. All right. Let's first first final impressions of the movie Blockers. I'm I'm hoping it's good because uh, the way the comedies are, it's just it's so hit and miss. So yeah. There's no classics that come out anymore. Yeah. I, I think the last really good comedy was This Is the End. It's a great movie. I think that and because that one was just. A Have great... you seen Game Night? Game with uh, Jason Bateman. I did. That was a great movie. That was fun. That was a very good I movie. I liked that one a lot. I laughed a lot. It was uh, f- you know, a, fun. A thing, that I, I, a thing that really stuck out to me was how well that movie was shot. Yes. Like, it's one of those movies, like, a lot of action comedies are comedies first, action movies second. Yeah. And that movie was definitely an action movie first, comedy second. Yeah. Some of the camera moves that they did in that movie, I'm just like, that was impressed. Camera moves, characters, everyone yeah. was well fleshed out. Really good it was fun. It was great. I really hope this one is like that. Uh, and, and the house, I feel like, uh, was fun, but it's not, it wasn't as good as game night for sure, but it's all these things that are like you know, gambling and like the adults are kind of like getting, you know, Ooh, ooh <laughs> <an> <laughs> adventure. Yeah. It's so funny where it's like, they've hit midlife crisis and now it's just like, Ooh, monotony's got like date night as well with uh, Steve Carell and Tina Fey. Oh yeah. It's like, I've they're, they're always playing to. Um, uh, older adults, like yeah. in the age range between here. So now this. Well, it's an R-rated comedy. I mean, so. Yeah, yeah, mm. and now this movie's like you know taking both of the age brackets and mashing them together. So I think fun. I think um I always forget I'm 27. I feel I feel like I'm 16 still. Oh, like I with the movies, every I watch. time I wake up, I'm just like, oh, I'm 32. Oh, I feel like shit, <laughs> but I'm just like, God, I feel like shit for a 16 year old. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I I think um. 
I want this to be a hangover situation where yeah. when I saw the hangovers trailer first in a the movie theater, I thought, this movie's going to be shit. I was like, this movie's going to suck. I didn't yeah. want to see it. I'm like, I don't know why anybody made this. No one's going to watch the movie. And then it went on to become, at the time, the highest yeah. grossing R-rated comedy of all time. Now Deadpool uh, technically has that title. but And then the sequel sucked. But the first hangover was very good. I, see, I, I enjoyed it. I, I think I'm one of the only people that's you just like, like why did you guys... I thought The Hangover was okay, mm-hmm. and I've always thought every Todd Phillips movie was okay. Like, yeah. old school. I loved old school. I think old school. They're they're all good, but everyone's just like, this is the best ever. And then his other movies come out, and I'm like, it's the same thing, guys. Like, Due Date. Everyone hated Due Date. Right? Yeah. yeah and I'm great. like, it's this, It's not the worst. Everyone, it's the same thing with the critics. Either this is the best movie ever, or this movie raped my mom. Apparently, The Hangover is the best movie ever. Should we name the and podcast Rape My Mom? This movie raped my mom. <laughs> I think that's good. And then Due Date raped the, you know, critics' moms. And it's just like, no, it's it's it's, it's not fine. good, yeah, yeah. for sure, but it's not the worst movie ever. But yeah. it's like, it's the same director. And I feel like if you're in the comedy thing where you're directing comedy films people uh, hold you to a higher standard, which is strange because they also won't nominate you for Oscars. So what's the point in harping so hard on this comedy? You know. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I hope this movie's good. If it's really bad, I'll, I'll harp on it because I don't have control over anything. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm with you. Um, I, I hope fun. it's going to be good. I think it's going to be good. Was that the... Was that yeah, the I, hit, I hit a, I hit oh. a key. <laughs> Um, I think it's going to be good. Um, I don't know I if it'll so blow too. me away, but I think it's going to be good. I just really want John Cena to win. Like, I just want him to be... Because I don't I don't think he'll ever be as good as The Rock, obviously. No. But I do wish success for him. And I feel like he's done fine in the bit parts that he's had. Like, he had that role in um, the Amy Schumer movie. Oh, Trainwreck. Trainwreck. He had the role in the Tina Fey, Amy Poehler one. Yeah. Sisters. Um, so I think he's, like, due mm-hmm. for... Because he's a funny guy. Um, and I just good hope, comedic timing. Yeah, I just hope just needs to get a little better looking. <laughs> it's funny how we can do that to men, isn't that strange? Like I, I called uh, Matt Damon a thumb. I said that John Cena looks gross. Uh, and then meanwhile, if you say that about any of the women, it'd be like you're the worst piece of shit on the planet. I'm like, well, I'm just being equal. <laughs> equal opportunity. All right, so we're gonna go see the movie. Watch, we're not seeing it for like an hour and a half. Yeah, we got a little while. We got so. a little while, but we'll um, we'll, we'll get see. our popcorns. Yeah, and we'll get our drinkies. And... I don't do popcorn, but no, why not? You don't like popcorn? I just don't like popcorn. Oh. I worked at a movie theater for a while. Oh, that's why you don't like popcorn. And I had a there was a deep sea. At that movie theater. What? Were people yeah. jizzing on the popcorn? Oh my god, so much jizz. No, <laughs> gross. No. What theater? No, it was um. So it was in. in I grew up in Detroit. Oh, it was god, over there. there. Um, and then I don't, I don't think theaters do this anymore. Uh, this was in the early 2000s. Okay. I think I was 17, and it was the Star Theater in Madison Heights, oh, Michigan. Okay. And they had like, they popped the popcorn right, and then they have they scoot the popcorn out of this display case. You mm-hmm. remember they used to do that in theaters? They don't do that. Yeah, anymore, yeah, but, yeah. I remember. So like, they pop this popcorn and they bag it. And then they put it back in the storage room. And then you would grab, like, the most recent bag to fill up the bin. The most recent bag was, like, a month or two old always. Oh, fucking yeah. gross. So ever since then... But, I mean, now they scoop it right from the thing. So yeah, like, you're I've fine seen now. them scoop it right But, like, back then, it was lawless. <laughs> oh, my God. Why would they even do it? What's the point? Uh, save money, maybe? I don't fucking know. <laughs> what? I don't know, man. You're, you're we- oh, man, that's disgusting. There's a reason there's no star theaters anymore. <laughs> Oh, that yeah yeah oh boy <laughs> well now it's AMC let's recline and dine 
That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Is that a good title for the podcast? Recline and Dine? No, there's no, no food eating. <laughs> Is this podcast about lazy boys that eating dinner? Because I'm down. <laughs> All right. We're going to find out the name. By the end of this podcast, we have we'll to. have named the podcast. Should we put it on Facebook? To have them name it? Yeah. No. Because we're going to get Tracy Shellacki that's just like, name it fuckity sh- shit I hate Name Hillary. it down with Trump because <laughs> Trump, man. No, he loves Trump. That's Up okay. with Trump. He's always being facetious Hill. when talking about being oh, down with Trump. He's yeah. Like, yeah. This is probably won't make it into the... <laughs> Cut it, for sure. <laughs> All right. That's fun. I don't know. I'm thirsty. This movie raped my mom. <laughs> Bye. I think our daughters are friends. I think that makes us friends. <laughs> I'm Hunter. I'm Lisa. That's my Julie. I'm Mitchell. Kayla's hero. We did life at a party. I can't believe it's prom. They're so grown up. I can't even hug my daughter anymore without feeling her boobs. <laughs> Just high fives from now on, okay? Julie left her laptop open. You guys are snooping on our kids? No. We don't understand what they're saying, so it's not snooping. Oh my god, I love puzzles. <laughs> Some about an eggplant. And teenage emoji eggplants are dicks. Wait, what? All emojis have a secret meaning, so like trees are we, and this thing is yas queen. Yas queen. So she's gonna get roses, yeah. kiss, and then touch his dick eggplant. What about a drool coming out of the smiley face? That's jizz. Stand down. It is. Look, it's coffee. But <laughs> this is a sex pet. They're planning on losing their virginity on prom night. Maybe that's not sex. They're just saying, hey, you're okay with me. You're okay with me. Maybe. No, I fucking knew it. Our girls are not thinking things through. I'm going to stop them. I'm in. Let's cock block those motherfuckers. This is our last big night together. This pact is going to make tonight even more perfect. They're getting away. WWVDD. What would Vin Diesel do? Superhuman strength. I can do this. What the fuck? This is so messed up. Uh, did your dad try to stop you when you wanted to lose your virginity? He's too busy high-fiving me. I'll do anything for my daughter. What about a little chugging contest? Bring it. Wait, what? We're butt chugging. You got this, dog. No, I'm tagging out. You're in. What? You put a baby. Everything's looser down there. I don't have a baby out of my butt. On the count of three. One. Oh, oh not a fan. I am tripping so hard. I just had a vision. My dad was chugging beer through his asshole. I can't do anymore. Pose, break. Pose, pose. Okay, we're back. We saw it, Blockers. Um, and I am less of a man for doing so. Yeah, it was... Uh, we had high hopes going into Yeah, it. we were kind of optimistic, um, talking about comedies and how there hasn't been one lately that's good, really. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is one of them that falls into that category of not being good. It's a very meh movie. Mm-hmm. Like, it was... Um, there was a lot of... There was a couple of times when I did laugh pretty hardy. So did I. Um, but they were very few and far between. Well, it's like not a good movie. It's a better comedy than it is a movie, which is why I love movie. Like, I, I love Caddyshack. I love mm-hmm. The Jerk. I love Airplane. These are all classic. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Like, they're great 
movies by themselves and they have the heart in them, you know, mm. like planes, trains, and automobiles, but then it's also hilarious. Yeah. This is just playing for jokes. They try and throw heart in there and it's like, I don't know if it was really, you know. I think it's a movie that's brought down a lot by the adult cast. Um, I, I think agree. I, I love the, the... The kids were great. The storyline of the kids was fantastic. Yeah, the kids were fantastic. I, yeah. I had hoped that the kids would be handled really well. The kids were very mature, fleshed out characters. Yep. And um, every every one of them, too. Like, yeah. They all had their little thing. Um, like, even the boys were fine. Like, the, none of the, they didn't do anything really annoying. They all yeah. played their roles well. None of them pressured anybody into anything. That was, like, the yeah. thing that really blew me away. It was legit. Yeah, like, not, it was very much like the girls weren't ready. Some of them weren't. So it's not at all, like, what real life is, apparently. Yeah, because it's but, all uh, rape in real life. Yeah, it's um, all rape. It's hundred. It's not, you know. But yeah, I was, um, I was underwhelmed by, really underwhelmed by John Cena. Um, yeah. I feel like uh, he's just not a great actor. No, he's not. <laughs> he's got great comedic timing. When he's doing things that are funny, but when you have to ask him to do anything else... But his acting is just like, you know he's acting. Yeah. That's the thing where... I don't know. It's like, that's why I like The Rock, is because he's like a legit good actor. Yeah. Because, you know, he's uh, he's that diamond in the rough, like you said earlier. But yeah. John Cena is just not that. Yeah. Ike Barinholtz. Fantastic. Fantastic. I love him. He was the best part of the movie. He's so He funny. was great. Everything he said was funny. Yeah. Um, he's Great a... character arc, too. Like, not yeah. even an arc. He didn't need an arc. He was... You gotta... See, yeah. if you this, could just isolate Ike Barinholtz's scenes, that's what you want to do. Yeah, um, but no, I was I was happy with how they handled the teenagers. Yeah. Um, I was pretty underwhelmed with the adults, except for Ike, who was fantastic. Hannibal Burris, even his small part was funny. Yeah. Um, What's yeah, going so, on with up here? Does he have, like, a scar up here on his... I did you see that? gets furled a lot. No, it's like a... Like, no, you, I don't know. I you did, don't I have it, it. and you just it. did that. But it's like a, it's like a cut... It's just his face. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Like, Fuck me for asking a question. Well, I don't know. Did like you notice Paris it? Like gave you that scar? No. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did notice it, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Um, so yeah, Garrett, what is your spoiler-free opinion uh, about blockers? Could have been better. On a scale of one to... On a scale of one Jeff Goldblum to ten Jeff Goldblums. Oh, how many would you it's give not, it? It, I mean, Jeff Goldblum's better than this movie, so it's not even comparable. <laughs> it's a zero Jeff Goldblum. Ha <laughs> 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 I, I, I think if I had to give it a score, um, I'd give it, out of five stars, I'd probably give it two and a half. Yeah. One, two and a half. Yeah. I know how I know how math works. I just maybe I'll put it in here and post like one, two, and a half, and then a gold bloom. <laughs> um, well, five stars equals a gold bloom, so uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I guess three, maybe. Yeah. I, I think I might have liked it a little more than two and a half, but it's like I don't know. I just found it. Um, Okay, so that's 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 our spoiler that's free. That's spoiler free. Spoiler now, free. Keep listening. Now and I'm going to for... in post and editing. I'm going to put a fancy spoiler graphic right here. And now that that graphic's gone, that was a good graphic, wasn't it? That's pretty it's fucking, fucking great. tits. It's a, it's a tits graphic. You didn't block yourself on that. Nope, I probably blocked the whole screen. I imagine it's going to take. A no, I was doing a blockers. Got it. Got it. So this is our spoiler-filled review. Um, if you stuck around this long, it means you either see the movie or do not give a shit about what we have to say about this movie. Um, the reason I give it two and a half instead of three, I just felt like there wasn't anything. There was you didn't. None of the characters learned any lessons, really. The um, the ch- the kids did. Which well, I think is, the kids. I think the, I don't think the kids even learned a lesson because the kids went into it. The whole idea was like they're going to lose their virginity, and this one night. And 
they all stuck to their guns. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, the, she was like wanted a special night, and she had her special night. Um, she kind of didn't care. She just thought, "Fuck it, I'm gonna lose her virginity." Yeah. So when it didn't end up happening, she was still fine with it. That's true. And she was just doing it under a guise of finding herself. Yeah. And she did. And she found herself. So Which I think it's very convenient. Yeah, that, I did that that, that. that that hot Asian girl was uh, <laughs> a lesbian, and so was she. Yeah, I did like that. They, this character. Um, we should look up names, but we didn't. Yeah, we're this, just we're pointing at it, and this is also an audio this thing. Character. What is her? Uh, what are the characters? So we have Julie, Sam. No, that's Sam. Sam is, is Ike, Sam is Ike Barinholtz's daughter. Yeah, what's the... Julie is Leslie Mann's daughter. Yeah. John Cena's and daughter. And Kayla is John is Cena's Kayla. daughter. Yeah. Okay. I, I, that's another thing in this movie. It's like they said the names constantly, but they went in one ear and out yeah. the other. So Julie was the one who wanted to lose her virginity in a special way. Yep. Kayla was the one who didn't really care. <clears throat> and Sam was the one who was trying to find out herself sexually, identity, her sexual identity yeah. through whether or not she'd like being with a boy. Yep. Um, and, and she found he, out that she didn't. And then he blows and it he out did. of her stomach. <laughs> and she's like, this is gross. She's like, this is gross. And then she ends up being a lesbian. No, um, it was kind of nice because she didn't shame the guy either. It was kind of nice. Yeah. So she was like, eh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, no, yeah. I, I felt like the the it's uh, so it's weird in a movie like this mm-hmm. that the kids are the best written characters. Yeah, because I mean it's advertised as a movie about like it's built as a job. It's, it's for man and parents. Yeah, I, it's that's the thing that I don't like about the movie is that it was like it had some funny parts for sure, and that's why I think it gets a three for me. But it's like it also is one of these movies who it's trying to be socially conscious. And let parents let go. Mm-hmm. But I've seen it done so much better in other movies. Yeah. And it's trying to, like, do that kind of thing. And it's just, like, none of the parents learned anything throughout this whole movie. I fuck, There I was hate... no fucking character arc. Leslie Mann, her she character, was awful. sucks Ugh. shit. I didn't like the scene between Leslie Mann and John Cena's wife. I fucking... I wanted to beat the shit out of so her. That was so preachy. Yeah. Like, I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And granted, I... She's... The problem with my problem with it was, it was she raised some good points about double standards and stuff. Well, the problem with that but, scene is it's written by like one person, like it's one person putting all their things into. Yeah, it's, it's, just it's like, like a Brian well, Griffin this, moment. Yeah, this yeah. is what someone else would say when yeah. I say the right thing. That's that yeah. kind of thing. I just felt like that scene. That scene was really forced and yeah. super preachy, and it's like it's all stuff like we get it. Like we we uh, we just read a Jezebel article. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking Baroda. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I, I I think I leaned over to you towards the third act, and I said Leslie Mann is the villain of this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she really she is a piece is. of shit. She is. Movie. She literally. Like, she's very selfish. She's only thinking about herself. She doesn't care anything about what her daughter wants or her daughter needs emotionally. Yeah. All she's trying to do is stop her daughter from leaving her. And when that whole thing's brought to light, she's just like she gets defensive about. it. She gets defensive. Yeah. She won't accept it, and then uh, you know doesn't. Dude, she, Ike Barinholtz is the voice of reason throughout the whole film. The whole fucking film. <laughs> From the, the beginning, he's the only one who's speaking any Well, sense. it's because he's like one of the kids. That's the reason. Well, he, he never really was a parent, so he's able to have that kid, you know, rationale. And because of that, he's written similar to the kids in the movie. So therefore, he can, you know, be the voice of reason. Mm-hmm. Let me pick up on that. Oh, boy. That, but it's legit. And then even at the end, like where they're doing the whole, you know, goodbye thing or whatever, mm-hmm. and the tears are just streaming down Leslie Mann's face. The CGI tears? Yeah, Jesus CGI Christ. tears. Those tears look worse than fucking Henry Cavill's mouth. In <sighs> it really did. Like, it was glaringly like, I was like, oh, those are fake. Those are CGI you tears. You can't cry at five different points at the bottom of your eye. It's not possible. It's like the fucking Tropic Thunder. He can't cry! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was, uh, and it, it, her crying means that she learned nothing. She learned Yeah, nothing. she's the same character. And they uh, they were just about to go on the other thing Ugh, with the sequel, sequel kind bait. of thing. And I was just like, ah, oh, fuck off. 
Yeah, so I I I just I had I think I had too high hopes for this movie. Yeah, you might have. I think I, I had watched a review of it, and they were like, oh, it's good. And I was like, is well, it? That's the thing, though, is like, everyone hated the house. I keep going back to the house, but I'm like, if you go back and watch it, it's a fun, funny movie. I gotta watch that one. Everyone shit all over it. Hmm. And I think I really like it, because it's similar to This is the End, in that if you know everybody in the movie, you're like, this is fucking so much fun. Yeah. Everyone's hanging yeah. out. It's funny. I love this I'm laughing. And uh, it's not as good as This is the End, obviously, but it's that same kind of movie that tries to put, like, a message in there, but the message isn't over-present in the house. It is in this one, and it's a shit thing. It's like, yeah. no one learns the lessons and blah, blah, blah. It's, I, hate, I hate that thing where you try to be, like, this higher conscious morale kind of thing, and then it doesn't fucking pay off at all. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think we said... I think you said everything. There. I, there's got to be more. So we've talked about the beginning and the end a lot. I think. Let's no, talk, no, no, no. We talked about the the we've talked about the last two acts of the movie. Let's, okay, talk, let's about talk about the setup. Let's talk about some small things that bothered me. Yeah, okay. small things that bothered me. Um, there's a scene in the movie where there's a prom after party at a hotel. This gigantic, yeah. luxurious. I mean, there's like and two thousand Ch- rooms. In they're a hotel. in Chicago. Yeah, right? in Chicago, not a suburb, but like Chicago. Well, it's Ch- suburby. But. Yeah. And this this hotel is just taken over by all these high school kids. Mm-hmm. They're partying in the balconies and rooms. They're smoking weed. They got fucking gas mask bongs yeah. on, and nobody's saying shit to these kids about it. That was of all the stuff that happened in this movie, which a lot of it was unrealistic. Impossible. That was the most. Un- I'm just like, who the fuck runs this hotel? That and the thing with the car. Oh yeah, like just stopping being just straight up in the air yeah. or whatever. It's like fuck, dude. When you. I was when I was uh, 19, uh, living in Detroit. We'd go to Canada every weekend because, mm-hmm. like, you could drink legally at yeah. nineteen. It's awesome. There was a, two hotels on the Strip in Windsor, so like, it's like a mile road in downtown Windsor. Where it's all bars, mm-hmm. and so it's like all American kids over there and shit. It's all youngsters. Youngsters, Jesus Christ! Did, did you write this movie? <laughs> oh my god! Um, but anyway, youngsters are gonna fuck. There's a, there's a Ramada at the end of the Strip. And nobody would ever stay at the Ramada because every weekend night they had a $500 security deposit just because it was oh. all like 19-year-old tourists and shit. Okay. So I'm like, this luxury Chicago hotel on prom night yeah. has to have a $500 to $1,000 security deposit. Who, yeah, and who's, who's paying who's for Who's bankrolling it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, I, I just felt like, I don't like when movies give such unrealistic depictions of like high school life. Granted, I don't know what high school life is now in 2018. Yeah. But I know it's not a bunch of fucking kids. And and there's like how many parties were going on that night? Mm-hmm. Like they were at the lake house. There was a hundreds of kids at the lake house. Yeah. There's hundreds of kids at prom and hundreds of kids at this hotel all at the same time. It's like it's trying to emulate Oh, I just thought of this. I if you guys go back in the video, you can watch my eyes um perk up. <laughs> you remember American Pie? Sure. Their pact is to lose their virginity, isn't it? Uh, yeah. It's the same <laughs> fucking movie. Just it was well, with American guys. Pie is way better done. But. American Pie for sure is way better done, but it's also like it's it's that this movie didn't add anything new to the lexicon of that. Mm-hmm. But everyone's saying that this. Well, is you know what? Here's movie. what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna maybe play devil's advocate to that. And it's Americans. P- American Pie represented uh, a sex pact in. 2003. Exactly. This movie represents what a sec... Which it is a different film. I it's mean, definitely different, yeah. Uh, and it's a different experience these kids are going through. Like, the fact that one of the kids is a drug cook. For sure, Like, yeah. that's not something that... When we were in fucking high and school... And then one's gay, that's for sure. Yeah, so I mean, I, de- I definitely think that... It is, obviously, it's the same movie. It's, yeah. But it definitely deals with different themes because of just how long apart those two movies have been. But it's just interesting because it's like no one, no one would make... I don't think anyone would make the correlation between those two movies. American Pie and Blockers? Yeah. I didn't until you said anything. Yeah. 
But I mean, it's a valid point, and everyone forgets about that movie. Like that was like Milf, uh, Stilfer's mom, Shitbreak, um, fucking a pie, like all these things. This is like <laughs> from that movie. Oh. It's from that movie. That's the second one, American Pie. 2. Oh yeah, I could taste the bubbles. <laughs> he, get, he gets pissed on or whatever. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> Poor Sean William Scott, man. Those movies ruined his career. Like he got typecast as Stifler for the rest of yeah, his, yeah, yeah. You know, until he stopped making movies. Well, he also had like a, a like drug thing, didn't he, or whatever? I don't know. I don't know. I could be lying. I don't know. Uh, I didn't do a research for this. But uh, no, I feel like that. You know, it's valid thing and people don't bring up that movie because it's kind of like lost it's kind of in the same vein as like porky's was in the 80s or um you know what other movies because that was 99 wasn't it the first american the first pie? american pie yeah because 2000 yeah i guess it was 2001 yeah. was the second one and then 2003 was american yeah this is what 20, wedding almost no, 20 years ago no 2005 american wedding was, was american way wedding. after like the second one well american reunion was like 2011 i think oh, yeah I don't know. I can't remember. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so this movie brings up some of those similar things or whatever, and that one's funnier. This one's not as funny, and it's not as I just feel like this movie, movie and... took... It had a lot of really great ideas. Yeah. And they just didn't Smushed execute. them together. Yeah. And... I just felt like if you... I just, I just can't get over how good the three actresses who played the teenagers were. Yeah, they were, they were legit, very good. great. They, they were very good. They were very realistic seeming. Nothing about anything they did seemed forced. Whereas yeah. John Cena and Leslie Mann, and to a certain extent Ike Barinholtz, all three of their characters are just so outside of the box. Like, yeah. so exaggerated versions of what real life parents That's are. for sure. Like John Cena, the overprotective, sensitive father, but blown up to a million. Also the fact that he's gigantic. Yeah, grabs a kid, throws him. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Cries and every then, time anything and then, happens. Yeah, cries all the time. And it's like, he's supposed to be... Ah, it's so funny. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's weird to have like three really grounded characters and then three really outlandish characters yeah. in the same movie. And like, they're all like they're related too. Yeah, like you got to pick a theme. You can't go. Yeah. You, it'd be like it'd be like Zack Snyder and the Russo brothers directing a superhero film. Oh boy, that's a good way to put it. Because I mean, like you have like this fun, lighthearted theme yeah. for parts of the movie, and then the other parts of the movie are really gritty and dark. If I know, I keep bringing up the house, but if you could put. <laughs> If you could put the kids from this movie into the movie The House and then put the parents of that into this movie, we'd have two great movies. All right. I see it. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, but also take out these parents except for Ike Take out Ike <laughs> I, gonna, know, I just fucking hated Leslie Mann's character. Yeah, and she, I hated John Cena's I, and character. I don't, and I, don't, I, I know for a comedy you have to do that. I know for a fact. I get it. I mean, I just... I This is going to sound like we're just bashing Leslie Mann, but she has a tendency to play the same character, and it's always like a bitchy, yeah. overprotective, selfish person. But it's like, I feel like people want her to play that, and people feel like she can get away with it because she is good at it i guess i don't know it we're in such a thing right now where it's like women can be assholes and that's what makes them endearing you know what i mean does that make any sense i feel like i'm uh, stupid i don't know um i feel like i'm dumb i don't think her character was supposed to be endearing i think i mean i think at the beginning it seemed like she was going to be endearing like yeah. with how close the relationship she had with her daughter but then, like, as the movie went on, it was just like, oh, she only cares about herself. Like, she's not thinking sure. about her daughter's but, feelings. But then there was no comeuppance. There was no, unless, okay, so I went to the bathroom at one point. Yeah. What did I miss when I went there? Because I came in back the... in, and the lesbian had her boobs out, and she was getting cummed on by the fat kid. <laughs> 
cummed? Is that what you'd say? Cummed or came? I think it's came on. Came on? Came on? She's getting came on by the fact that. This is all getting edited out, probably. Oh, don't edit it. That's perfect. Come down. Nice to meet you. My name is Come Don. Hey, Come Don. Come Don. Come Don from? Just name the podcast Come Don. C U M. You missed. You just missed them searching for the kids. Uh, you oh, missed okay. John Cena like busted in like twenty more doors before you came back. Oh, so um, that was the running joke. Yeah, he kept so- busting in doors. At one point, he busted into a door, and there was like a cult in there, like doing like some weird seance stuff. And At he, fucking prom. And he was like, uh, his line was, uh, "You guys should play sports." And it's like, all right. Um, what else did you miss? You missed. No, you missed her going I'm in the taking room. Taking it down to two and a half. Did you see her go in the room and like see all the sweet things that were set up? Uh, no, Man. I just saw her under the. She bed. went into the room before the kids got there because, like, she found out that like what room he was they were in. Yeah. Um, Sammy had set up the room for Aww, her and Austin. That's sweet because she knew what they would like, and like there was like her favorite candy was everywhere, and then like on the bed there was like a, a rose petal heart, and then arrow went through it with the arrow were all Twizzlers because they were like her favorite. Did candy. the guy say that he did all? No, that? he didn't. He, cool. he see the, the kids good. were so good. I know. Like it was literally like it came. They came in. So then Leslie Mann comes in, sees all of it. Feels bad, you know, like, there's, like, a bowl full of condoms. She's, like, took one of the condoms, like, put it on the bed. And then the kids came in, and she, like, scurried and, like, ran to the bed. Yeah. But then when the kids came in, Austin, the boy, uh, Julie sees, or Julie, that's her name, right? Yeah, I think Julie so. sees all the stuff, and she's just like, oh, my God, so sweet. She's like, my favorite candy. And he's like, Sam did it all, you know, it's because she loves Aww. you, and she wants you to have a really sweet time. And then she's like, you're a real sweet time. And then they started, you know, doing stuff. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, no, the kids were fucking great. Yeah. They were fantastic. Like, they were such, they were really well written. They were really well acted. And it, it sucks that they weren't the focus of the whole movie. So the problem is when you have them so well written and the parents not, the parents being that way has to pay off in some way. Yeah. And it doesn't. Yeah. There's no arc. Yeah. Like, it's, the only arc can be said that it's like, all right, well, we'll take it easy next time. And it's like, yeah, but you were getting baited at the end of it to do the exact same thing. Yeah, you didn't learn anything. You didn't learn a fucking yeah. thing. Also, a huge waste of Gary Cole. Yeah, Come on, man. Gary Cole. Come on. Was that Marissa Tomei? Was that his wife? No, that was uh, Gina Gershon. Gina Gershon. Yeah. I just fucking... Gary Cole should be... He's fantastic, first of all. His cum face when he, he <laughs> stares at John Cena. That was pretty funny. Uh, 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 and then they both... We just locked eyes and then he finished. Oh, his... He, what is it? His cum is on your soul. His cum is on your soul now. His cum is imprinted on your soul now. Imprinted on your soul. Yeah, that was fun. Like, there were good lines. There, like yeah, there were a lot of scenes that were up. very funny. Yeah. Um, but Ike Barinholtz comes and uh, he's holding the things and he just throws them behind. <laughs> That's funny. Like it's prom night. Mm-hmm. Sorry, the the cat the limo driver was fucking funny. Yeah, he was. funny. He was really funny. Oh, I was the fuck. That was that was the turn. <laughs> fuck. And then, as he's saying this, the window goes up. <laughs> he slides across the Duke's hazard. Ah, you know what? Racist that, show. Racist anyway. ass show anyway. <laughs> like there were that. That's the thing with comedies too now, where it's just like there's bit parts that steal the show. But. There's bit parts, and you'll also notice this: the people aren't facing the screen when the joke is said. That's because people come in later. They do voiceover yeah, they later. They do ADR. They do ADR, and then that's when the lines come in. Yeah. It used to be like Judd Apatow was doing like the four line original yeah. lineoramas. Yeah. You do the same take over and over and over again, and then it would show the person like you'd have the footage of the thing. Mm-hmm. And now it's just like, eh, whatever. Just face away, and then we'll throw something in here. Yeah. Like that's what punch up on movies is, and it's it's fucking insane to me that that's like an art form now. This is a different podcast we're doing now. Oh, I think this is great. I think it's a good <laughs> jumping off point for the podcast. And what's the name of it? The name of the podcast is. 
Fuck, what was it? <laughs> Fuck, what was it, everybody? Look it up on iTunes. Oh, this better be good. This better be good. This better be good. I think it's a good name. And I think this episode was definitely good. But yeah. this movie was definitely not. Not good. So we need to come up with some sort of rating system. We do. Um, I think out of five is good. Okay. But what five things? Five. What do we we got to set a gold standard and have that be the, the measurement. Oh, boy. What has five for you? The Dark Knight would be five, right? So we give it five, leather, five ledger jokers? Five... Um, <laughs> well, let's go with comedies. Let's go with uh, R-rated comedies. What's the pinnacle for you? Well, we're not only watching comedies. Right? No, I mean for each oh, for, for every for each one, one we'll do. Oh, yeah. okay, that's clever. Okay, so um, I, my pinnacle, I, I would I would give blockers two and a half Caddyshack Dangerfields out of five. Oh, I wouldn't say ca- I was going to say golfers. Go, oh, all right, well, we're in the same yeah. movie now. <laughs> or paydays, we can do pay. No, it's a Baby Ruth. Baby Ruth, no big deal. Two and a half baby roots. Two and a half. All right, two and a half baby roots. Two and a half baby roots. Out of. I went down five. from three. I'm giving. I it talked two and you half. into two. And yeah, because the thing. You should play sports. Yeah. And I know that's exactly how he acted. It's it exactly too. how his he face acted. shook. His eyes got big. He couldn't believe what he was saying or seeing. <laughs> Fucking awful actor. Yeah. He should guy. have limited three lines in each movie. John he's great when he's got small cameos. Oh jeez. All right. Well, that's the I podcast. Think we got it. Yeah, this is good. Um. I think we're gonna do Super Troopers two next. You wanna do that one next? Oh yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, yeah, I think that should yeah. be good. And then we'll do we'll step away from comedies after that. All right. But um, so in two weeks will be the next podcast. Super Troopers two. Super Troopers two, which I have high expectations. I, I do too. I feel I heard them. They were on um, the Broken Lizard was on the Rooster Teeth podcast. Oh, what's that? And one? I haven't listened to that. It's um, it's like this big. They they started off a YouTube channel. Um, they did like Red versus Blue, and then oh, okay, yeah, all right. But um, they were on there and. Rooster Teeth said they saw it at a screening at South By, mm-hmm. or not at South By, it was just in Austin, and they said it was, they loved it. Better than the first one? Uh, they didn't say whether or not it was better than the first one, but they did say it got like a standing ovation in Austin, which is tough to do in Austin, Texas. Oh, okay. Like, they're notoriously, like, that's the same city that, like, will boo movies to where they have to stop playing them. Wow. Yeah. Like, it's... I want to know a list of the movies that got booed. There was, um, what movie was it? The fucking, um, God damn it. Oh man, it was like at South by Southwest like two years ago. Big movie came through, big Hollywood film. I cannot remember who the fuck was in it or what movie it was, but Morty is gonna jump right on that camera. Hi, Morty. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, but yeah, it got booed and they had to stop screening the movie. Like, people just wouldn't want to watch it. And that movie, so Austin's a tough crowd. That movie, that movie is Ladybird. That movie is something I will find and put in when I edit this video. Cool. And it'll be right here. This movie, you point to it too. This movie. I think we, I think we done did good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta show you that video. You do. Did you want to say what we're where people can find us for the podcast? Oh yeah. So the podcast will be we're gonna put it on SoundCloud for the people who are listening with their headphones. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this will be on YouTube. I may, maybe I'll just make up a channel for it. Yeah, you should. You yeah. should do that. I think I'll make up a channel for it. Um, I'm Garrett Elzinga on. Facebook and Twitter, Instagram. Just look me up. G-E-R-R-I-T-E-L-Z-I-N-G-A. It'll be right here. Yeah, right there. <laughs> right there, baby. I'm Mike Logan. Right uh, at his dick level. The, 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 am I even on screen? I don't, yeah, uh, right hopefully. Uh, I'm Mike Logan. I'm the Ice Cold Comedian on all social media. So, uh, This is our first one. We're going to get better at this. <laughs> all right, crushing it. Just like the pussy! Did you get that?